Shaking Podcast World, Chad Belding, The Foul Life. It's April. Been chasing turkeys, thinking about ducks, thinking about calling, decoying. Canada geese, too. I've been having a lot of dreams about Canada geese. I love the way they sound. I love the way they approach decoys. I don't know. There's something about mallard ducks and Canada geese that that do it for me. And I think it's because of the strategy and the calling and the diversification and all the different ways to get them. I love chasing specs and hunting specs. I just don't think the vocabulary is there and the actual, if they're coming, they're coming. And it's almost like, you know, some calling helps you. But I think it's more of the decoy spread and a bunch of whites around. Now in Arkansas, you get on the X. Calling does help. Don't get me wrong. And there are some great speckle belly goose callers. They have a world championship for it. I don't know what it is, though, inside my psyche, my mentality about waterfowl hunting. I just think that calling mallard ducks and getting the reaction, calling Canada geese and getting the reaction, especially the bigger ones, the bigger species, the bigger subspecies, um, they're just more... They just do it for me more. I don't know why, but anyway, that's just, it's a weird thought. I wanted to talk about Benelli today. I want, you know, this episode of the Fat Life Podcast is brought to you by Benelli, Benelli USA. Been partners over a decade now. Blows my mind that we have been partnered with Benelli going on 12 years now. Absolutely amazing. Simply perfect. I mean, the relationship is simply perfect in my opinion, and I started really thinking about Benelli when I was looking at a few of the guns this past few days, how versatile they are. I was like, I was looking at these guns that I was pulling out of my Lear locker to hunt turkeys with, reminiscing on the days I was using those same guns, different Rob Roberts choke tube for mallards and Canada's. And I started thinking about kind of like that, that, hunter that has one gun you get one gun to do it all and when the opportunity presents itself whether it's mallards and the decoys or canada geese or specs or divers or a big sprig shows up or that big tom's goblin over your hen decoy or your jake decoy uh charging coyote i don't i don't see how in our minds we wouldn't want the absolute best, the most dependable gun out there. And there's just too much riding on it. Too much. Same with your ammo. Don't get me wrong. When you send it down range and you got to make contact and take the responsibility of the kill, <clears throat> excuse me, the, the ammo that we always talk about our entire shooting system here, Benelli and Hivis and Rob Roberts and Federal Premium, you know, we're shooting Black Cloud, we're shooting TSS, but... That gun and what it stands for as it sits in that safe or in that lear locker, like I mentioned before, going down the highway. Can you imagine? Like you just never, he never knows. It's like a lab. It's like a duck dog. What am I going to be doing today? Running through a stubble cornfield, swimming through deep water, cold water, warm water slough. Am I going in and out of land, in and out of water, back onto dry land? Is it going to be blind retrieves? Are they all going to be dead in the decoys? 
Am I going to have a place to see the ducks working and falling? Am I going to be able to mark them or is it all going to be blinds? That gun doesn't have a personality. Please don't make it sound like I'm crazy. Maybe I am. wonder if that gun does have a personality. But no matter what that gun is presented with that day, it's ready. And I'm not saying that other gun manufacturers can't make this happen, but I promise you they don't do it as good as Benelli. I don't care how wet it is, cold it is, frozen it is, slippery it is, dry it is, hot it is. I don't care how many times the trigger is pulled. I don't care how many times that ammo is shoved into the magazine. I always have confidence that the gun's going to do what I intend the gun to do. And I don't know if you get that with another gun. I really don't. I don't know if that gun sits in that locker not knowing what it's going to encounter that day and comes out of there with that mentality that it's going to perform and that Benelli truly performs day in and day out. And I think that's why Benelli has become kind of that goal of all hunters. I remember when I was shooting another manufacturer way back in the day and all I could think of was how do I get to the point I can get a Benelli? They're a little bit more expensive. Um, it's not really a status symbol, in my opinion, by any means. But if you think about what you're going to get out of that gun for its existence, and they can last forever when taken care of the right way, it's not even, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's it's less than dog food a month. It's less than your fuel bill a month, especially right now with what we're dealing with. It's less than your ammo bill, especially right now with what we're dealing with. That gun, what you pay for an everyday use of that gun and the memories it's going to create, the stories it's going to write, it's a no-brainer. And I just wanted to talk about that, about how people would see like the difference in cost or price tag at their local gun shop, their local dealer. And and they look at it and they're like, well, I wonder why that one's so much more. And it's not. It might look like it at the very beginning. But you're going to go in the hole with the other one, I'm telling you, because you might not pay as much up front, but you're going to pay for it down the road when it costs you. And it will cost you. I've seen it so many times just this last season. Turkey season, dove season, and waterfowl season. Let me say that again. Dove season in September of 2021, the entire fall waterfowl season of 2021, the entire winter waterfowl season of 2021, the entire spring depredation conservation snow goose season of 2022. I I should have said that different. I'm getting ahead of myself. Dove season 2021, the fall duck and goose season 2021, the winter duck and goose season of 2022, the spring depredation season, the conservation snow goose season of 2022, and the spring turkey season of 2022 so far. I've seen it so many times where other guns don't perform. And I sit there and go, man, I don't want that. It happens a lot. I see it a lot. I hunt every day. And I see how versatile and how dependable my Benelli is or the Benelli's in the blind because most of the most of the guns in the blind are, are Benelli and the ones that aren't they don't live up to the hype they don't live up to the expectations and I think that that is saying a lot <clears throat> when it comes to being able to depend on your arsenal on an everyday basis and it starts <clears throat> with that gun of course, you have your scouting, 
of course you have your location. You have to get to the hunt. There's not other, I'm not saying that you don't have to depend on other products, but when you take that gun out and it's go time of everything you visualized, everything you draw, drew up in your mind, everything you dreamed of, here they come, here they come, get ready, get ready. And you see those guns reaching for that forearm in the front of the pit blind. All the barrels are locked into their magnetic, you know, holder. So the dog, if you have a dog in a pit blind, which I don't advise, I don't like, or, you know, you're messing around, they're cooking. You don't ever want to knock one of those guns over. But meh, 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 get ready, guys. Here they go. Get ready. Right above us. Don't look up. Don't look up. Reaching for that gun. Reaching for that forearm. I've seen it so many times where I watch guys get that anticipation. And they're looking up. They're trying not to move their heads, but their eyes are in the top of their head looking up. those two land let those two land look at those orange feet look at that sun here look at that guys look at that girls look at that let the other ones get here let the other ones get here all right get ready get ready and now it's Pinelli time and when you say get them and you've been waiting on that for minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years because that's what we do I'm waiting for it right now it's April, and I can't wait for September, October, November, December, January, February. Ducks are over in February, but you're still chasing some Canada geese and then snows. There's a late, some late-season spec hunts. That's what we're waiting on. We're waiting. Seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years. We're waiting and waiting and waiting for that opportunity to happen. I want it to be go time. And it might not happen on the first shot, but I've seen so many malfunctions on that second shot or that third shot. I don't want that. We've been waiting. Been waiting too long. And that's what Benelli does for me. I just, it's not that we're partners. It's not that they believe in me or I believe in them. It's just a no brainer. It's just the way it is. There could never be a such thing as the foul life. There might not never be a such thing as this podcast or the TV show. Or me in the field hunting it, but it's somebody hunting that's going to realize that it's all about Benelli. This is where the migration ends for real. This is, this is what it means to have the ultimate tool in your arsenal and to reach that optimum of what you dreamed of as a kid or a teenager watching your dad or your uncle, or your aunt shoot one, hoping it was going to be passed down when they got the new Super Black Eagle 3 and they gave you their 2 or they got the 2 and they gave you their original or you got the M220 gauge while they went to a 12. There's all kinds of different stories out there. But trust me, once you buy one, you're not going to stop. You're going to want to see what else that 28 Ethos is going to do and that SB, SB320 gauge, which is so unbelievable. Can't wait until they make it in a left-handed. Benelli, if you're listening out there, please make the Super Black Eagle 3 20 gauge in a left-handed. Please make the Super Black Eagle 3 Ethos in a left-handed. I really want some more left-handed models, but I understand why they're not there right away. They will be. But think about that, guys and girls. Think about the dependability. Think about that visualization. And what it means to be prepared, maximizing an opportunity, 
story of life. Preparation is the key to success. Organization is the key to success. Um, it, it might sound faux pas, but it's true. If you don't take care of your front yard, you're not going to be successful. It's just the way it is. And I'm not saying you have to do it personally. You got to take, you got to take mad love and put a ton of sweat equity into life to get the results. And like I said, you might not take care of your front yard personally, but you work your butt off to be able to have it maintained and taken care of to where when people drive by it, they're like, that's a well-maintained front yard. It says a lot about the person. Trust me. So does your gear and hunting. So does your organization. So does your preparation. So does your knowledge. So does your hunt IQ. It's a lot that goes into it. It's a learning process and there's a huge learning curve. Don't get me wrong, but there's so much that goes into everyday success that we have to concentrate on all of those little pieces of that puzzle. And then when that time, that opportunity presents itself and you reach for that forearm of your super black Eagle three or your M two twenty gauge, whatever you're choosing the Benelli lineup, you got to rewind and understand what got you there. And at that moment, you're not going to think about it because you're going to be geared and focused on those mallard ducks, those orange feet, those yellow beaks, that big green iridescent head with a little bit of purple flash in there, those big old white cheeks and a black head on a Canada goose, big old paddles down. That's what you're going to be concentrating on. But as soon as that dog brings that thing back, do a quick rewind of how you got there because it doesn't happen all the time. And that's why it's so important to be ready with that Benelli when it does happen. And then all of a sudden my mind just shifts and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what I'm gonna do with this duck. I wonder what I'm gonna do with this goose. Am I going to make a slow cook pulled goose sandwich? Am I going to make mama Dell's duck out of the provider cookbook? Am I going to do snow goose tacos with the meat grinder? I start thinking, visualiz- visualizing what I'm going to do now with the meat. And that's all part of the Benelli journey. You look at it, you dream of it, you hold it, you put it in the safe, you take it out of the safe, you put it in your, your floating gun case, you take it out of your floating gun case, you lay that floating gun case in your boat, you walk to the blind with that Benelli with your, ch- with your strap on, you get to the blind, you take your strap off so you don't get hung up unless you're hunting flooded timber and you're using that strap to hang it on a tree. And then you get to have some intimacy with that gun for the next few hours. Some up-close action, conversation, like I said, writing stories, creating memories, making memories. That's what it's all about to me. It might sound tacky. It might sound dramatized, but that's what I think of when I think of Benelli. I honestly think of how special this life is and how many stories they've helped me write. It's like a Shakespearean play with a Benelli, man. You you get in there and you got your storyline and it starts to take place. Decoy set up. Sun's coming up. Dog blinds place. You're hidden. Jerk string set. Ripples on the water. You're going to have some wind that day. You're going to have some sunshine. No low ceiling. No clouds. No gray. You're going to be able to use the shadows to your advantage. And you got your, your story starts to lay out. And then all of a sudden... You introduce the characters, you got your dog, you got your dad, your buddy, your wife, your your nephew, your niece, your partner, whoever it is, you are, you, you got your hunting partners out there with you, you are 
setting that line. Here's the storyline. Here's the characters. And then all of a sudden the story starts to take place and you hear the, th- the whistle of the wind. And now you see the first approach, the first approach starting to take place off the roost. And now you start to see that action rise. You got the rise in action of a Shakespearean play, William Shakespeare, right in your hunt for you. It's rising. Here comes another flock. Look at the dog's eyes and Axel's over there going, oh, it's go time. I'm ready. Let's go. Let's go. The action's starting to rise. You're getting pumped. The adrenaline starts there. The goosebumps are there. No pun intended. The hair on the back of your neck, if you haven't got a haircut in a minute, starts to stand up and boom, there it is. Take them. The Benelli's go to work. Here's the climax. We're at the top of that rising action. The climax of a Shakespearean play. High fives. Yes. Celebration. You can celebrate. Celebrate this lifestyle. Don't be don't apologize for it. Be unapologetic. As a matter of fact, you don't have to disrespect the animals. Never disrespect the animals. Don't ever take advantage of this lifestyle, this privilege, this right. Like my good friend Ted Nugent tells me, we have a right to hunt and we sure do. And it is a privilege. It sure is. But it's a right. Celebrate it. Get some pictures of your dog with a mouthful of greenhead coming back. Put that duck on the strap with pride. That's the climax of the day. Another flock. But guess what? We might get to do it again. The Shakespearean play might recreate itself just a couple minutes later if you did your homework with the scouting and the setup and your hide and your concealment and everything that goes into this hunt. And you might get to use that Benelli again. And I promise you it's going to let you and it's going to work for you. Because now it's the falling action. Now after that climax, it starts to come down. All right, let's regroup. Let's get our heart rate down. Let's, let's get our breath let me get my breath back. How awesome was that? Oh my gosh. Just had to trudge that mud and my banded waders. My dog got seven of the ducks. I picked up two of the close ones. It's next. Cause we got to get back in the blind. You know why? Cause during that falling action, we're regrouping. We might take a swig out of our water bottle, out of our tumbler cup, because we're all using them. Our flask cap. We, we got so many knickknacks and tools now in the blind duck hunters and goose hunters are gear nuts. We're nerds. We're gear nerds. Get a swig, grab some jacklings, get some jerky in you. It's that falling action. It's that regrouping time. And then it's the, the conclusion. Ducks on the strap. It's hanging there. A story's been written. A memory's been made. In turkey hunting, your hunt might be over. You might only get to kill one bird in that state per day. You got to check your local regulations. Always stay legal. Ignorance is no excuse for the law. Trust me. I hunt a lot of different states. It's our responsibility. Ask questions. Call the DNR, Department of Wildlife. Talk to your local game wardens. Talk to the feds. Ask questions. Interrogate yourself. Make sure that you're asking yourself all the right questions. And if you've done your homework, your log- your logistics, you did your forensic audit of what's legal, what's not. Make sure that you're legal every day. It's a lot of laws in duck hunting, goose hunting, waterfowl hunting, federal and state level laws. But that conclusion is unbelievable. You know why? Because now that it's concluded and you're walking down that levee or you're in your side-by-side or on your four-wheeler or in your boat going back through the boat ditch, you see those ducks laid up on the front and your dog's soaking wet and tired, you know you're going to get to take his vest off or her vest off pretty soon and get them next to a fire after they get some food in their belly. Maybe a cold beer with the boys after the hunt with the ducks hanging there on the porch at the lodge or the duck camp. Smell of bacon, Mr. Billy's biscuits, fried bologna. God, I could go on and on about the sights and the sounds and the smells, the feelings of duck camp, USA, goose camp, USA, turkey camp, deer camp, fish camp. What an amazing lifestyle. 
and then it's there. You know that you got to take care of that vanilla. You can't, it got wet a little bit. Yeah, you took it back in the gun case, you wiped it down, but now you're taking it out. You're back in the gun room. You don't need to take it apart every time. Wipe it down. Open the action. Make sure that you always store your guns action open so everybody knows it's safe when you're carrying them around camp. Wipe it down. Make sure your choke tube's in there right. If it did get real wet or submerged in mud, take it apart. It's a, It takes seconds, minutes, seriously, literally to take one apart and clean it. Get a little oil on it. There's so many discussion points out there of what you should and what you shouldn't use. Listen to old podcasts with George Thompson right here at the Fat Life Podcast, and he'll talk to you about his favorite ointments to use on a Benelli. Excuse me while I take a little sip of my coffee. Do you drink just black coffee? Is it manly? If you Is it not manly if you don't drink just black coffee, if I put a little cream and sugar in there? I don't know. I like the taste of it, black coffee, sometimes, but not all the time. So I don't know if it's manly to drink coffee the way I am this morning. I got a little cream in there, a little tiny bit of Splenda. You know what Splenda is. Don't act like you don't. But think about that conclusion, putting that gun back in the gun room and you're sitting there going, wait a minute, it's Saturday. I get to hunt again tomorrow. But what's cool about that Benelli is that you might have a place right there that that day you could go shoot some five stand, skeet, sporting clay. And that Benelli is going to perform right there. You might need to put another choke tube in there. Who knows what your style is. But it's going to go boom, boom, boom every single freaking time when you're shooting sporting clays that day, getting ready for the hunt the next day. And then the next day it's going to be raining like crazy. That Benelli is going to get wet. It's going to be snowing. It's going to get cold and wet. But it's still going to work. And that's the difference in simply perfect and being prepared and being serious about your waterfowl hunting or your turkey hunting, your dove hunting, your sporting clays is that Benelli makes a gun for all of it. And the pride in Italy that goes into these guns and the pride in the Benelli USA team here stateside in Maryland that they have in getting these guns to the masses. And I mean masses. Special, y'all. It's truly special. I'm so honored to be part of the Benelli team that they believe in us. It's just different. It's a different mentality. It's a different strategy. It's a different approach. And it's truly made my duck and goose hunting or turkey hunting or dove hunting that much better over the past decade. 12 years we're going on. Benelli USA. Benelli's the foul life. I'm proud. I'm honored. I'm humbled. Um, I got to pinch myself. I have so many stories, and you're going to hear a lot more of stories of the Benelli coming up here in a new series that we're getting ready to launch. But think about that. If you have any questions about Benelli, don't hesitate to contact them. Benelli USA on Instagram. Probably info at BenelliUSA.com. Contact us. Ask us any question you want. Info at com. Ask us about the different models. We've shot them all. We own them all. We believe in them all. We entrust in them all. And I don't need to say buy Benelli or don't hunt. You can have good luck on all your hunts. You can buy whatever you want. This is America. There's a lot of other gun manufacturers out there, but there's not a lot of Benelli's. There's no other Benelli. You can take that to the bank. I'm so excited about the new lineup. And right now it's April 2022. And I can't wait for duck season. 
it just ended just like a month and a half ago. We got done crushing snow geese in Iowa and Nebraska and Missouri with black goose outfitters. I'm sitting here going, man, it's like four months. Let me think. May, because it's the end of April right now. So May, June, July, August. At the end of four months, we're going to be shooting Blue Wing Till in Texas with Steve Biggers and Terry Demon and Mojo. The Terry Demon, Mr. Terry Demon and Mojo. Rest in peace, Mr. Mike Morgan. I miss you every day, my brother. But it's almost here, y'all. Get out, practice, pattern your guns. I don't care if it's a Benelli. And you know our shooting system. We use the Super Black Eagle 3s with the Rob Roberts T2 choke tubes, a high-vis sight with Federal Premium Black Cloud. We still put it on paper. Make sure you know what your gun's doing. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself. Film yourself shooting. Call Rob Roberts. Figure out a way to get in touch with that guy. He is an absolute gun nerd. I've spent a lot of days in the field with Rob just this past season. He's an amazing individual that will answer any question you have on shotgunning, ballistics, ammo, performance. What's trending out there? What, is it patterning? Is it sights? Is it TSS? Is it Black Cloud? Is it Federal Blue Box? What is it? What do you want to know? Rob will talk to you. He'll lay it down for you. But get that shooting system ready and believe in it. Have all of the confidence in the world in that shooting system. And mine starts with Benelli. Left-handed, super black Eagle 3, 26-inch barrel. I have some in Realtree Max 5. I have some in just the regular black synthetic. I have a few of them that have been built out by Mr. Rob Roberts and Cerakoted and dipped and everything he does with the choke tubes and the trigger compartment and the forcing cones and the engraving. The tr- everything, the patterning, it's just unbelievable how well they shoot. I'm a believer. I love Benelli. I hope that that helps you a little bit. Again, if you have any questions um, specific, please send them in. Please give us a rating, a review if you want to. Thank you for the downloads, the subscriptions. We're proud of the podcast. We have sister podcasts right now with This Life Ain't For Everybody, Where the Payment Ends, 40 Years to Freedom. American Wing Shooting Podcast with Anna V. Um, Jennifer and Anna V are over there at 40 Years of Freedom doing a heck of a job. Great stories for the women out there, even men. Alex Crosby, my brothers, Clinton Clay Belding are kicking butt with where the pavement ends with big game and turkey and predator and ballistics and rifles. And I mean, we're shooting the new Lupo rifles from Benelli and the stories they're getting on elk and antelope and mule deer and whitetail and moose. It's amazing. So check out where the pavement ends. And then, of course, this life ain't for everybody. Just had Travis Tritt and Chris Knight and Hardy and Dr. Matt Mills and so many of our military personnel. We got a lot going on. So check it out. The This Life Ain't For Everybody family of podcasts. Thank you for listening to the Foul Life podcast. Today's episode, again, was brought to you by our friends and family at Benelli USA, the most dependable shotguns on earth in the world. I can't wait to go get my hands. I'm literally leaving here right now to go shoot an 828U over under to get ready for a big sporting clays tournament I'm shooting in next week. We'll have a a review of that after we do it. I'm excited for it. You're going to love to hear about it. We're shooting with some awesome people. We're going to be in Washington, D.C. at the Congressional Sporting Clays Tournament. Um, I'm privileged to be there. Thank you, Safari Club International. Thank you, Benelli. I'm fired up, y'all. Chad Belding, the Foul Life Podcast. Take us out, 2 a.m. Logic. Y'all have a great day.